Hey guys, I just wanted to reach out to you and let you know that Surewinder is still selling amazing products. Some of you guys have been dragging your feet for whatever reason. If your shoulder hurts, do not waste time. Pull the trigger. I just bought uh, four or five of them and uh, we had two guys out. You know how much it cost me to pay for two guys being out with bad shoulders? We just pulled the trigger and we said, listen, everybody's going to have one on a truck. It's mandatory. You got to use it. Don't hesitate. Don't wait till your guys go down. It's going to cost you more. Buy a Surewinder. It's not every day someone invents something that changes the game. I found out about this product that I'm talking to you about uh, and I had to try. So I ordered a few and after using it, I'm sold. Now we stock them on our trucks. It's called Allbrace and it will help you sell more service and buy you time until doors come in. There's never been a greater time for a product like this. Phil has a video on his website of him cutting a door literally in half, installing the all brace and running it like nothing ever happened. It is literally incredible. One of the greatest selling videos I've ever seen. You're gonna wanna check it out at all-brace.com. They gon' know me as legendary. You in the stands, I ain't need no commentary. If you the competition, you gon' get buried. I don't cheat on the game, we gettin' married. They gon' know me as legendary. You in the stands, I ain't need no commentary. Ain't no option, ain't no secondary. I just throw it out like a Hail Mary. Hey guys, welcome to Torture Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Lucia. Chia. Ryan Lucia. On last names today. Um owner of Aaron Overhead Doors here in Atlanta, Georgia, as well as your host for Torch Talk Podcasts. And uh, today is um, just another special day. I feel like every time we have just amazing guests, uh, we have Tamara on uh, as usual in the square box. She will no longer have a square box. Uh, We're taking her out of the square box and we're putting her in a 16 by nine box. Uh, So very proud and happy to have her horizontally. Does that sound really weird? Probably just take that back. Um, so I make a big deal about her box being square. So anyway, that went down the wrong path. Yeah. Um, we also have Ryan McLaughlin. McLaughlin. Oh my God. Ryan McLaughlin. You got it. Yep. Yeah, I got it. And then here in studio, I have a visitor uh, who just started with us, Jennifer White. She's uh, actually sitting off to the side here working and uh, participating in um, if we need like hand claps or any type of like uh, side sounds, she can provide those for us, like a cheering noise or whatever. I wish I had buttons that would light up and tell her, give me cheers. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, y'all can tell I'm in a little bit of a goofy mood today. I woke up super early and had way too much coffee before eight o'clock, so this may go completely sideways. And for that, I apologize, Ryan. Uh, but we brought on Ryan McLaughlin. One, um, I will forever remember Ryan as the cool guy, just because he makes like these cool videos on TikTok. Uh, and he made one that um, he got me hooked onto a song that I still listen to to this day. But I wore that song out for like, a week or two and my kids were like dad not again <laughs> um do you remember that oh yeah yeah that was a good one. Oh gosh i can't even tell you the song i'm trying to remember 
Uh, it was sung by different people. Um, I could probably find it because I downloaded it. Oh, Desperado. Desperado. Oh, classic. So good. And so um, he made a video with that song and it just like, it made Garage Doors cool. I was like, man, this dude, he's on his game. Like he made Garage (laughs) Doors look cool and even like found the perfect, like cool song to go along with it. So I was like, man, this dude, he's, he's creative. I like it. So not many door guys know how to do like, you know, chopping video and stuff like that. And you were, you made it, you made it look cool. So yeah, um, it, it was fun. So I posted it like everywhere, all over Facebook. And it, I don't know, got like 12 or 15,000 views. Just no way. Door nice. people, which was pretty cool. That is yeah. pretty cool. So uh, at that time, you know, you and I had kind of like rubbed elbows together a little bit, like in Facebook groups or whatnot, but we didn't really know each other that well. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, uh, you were thinking about going out on your own and this was a tough decision for you. Yeah. And we talked and I was like, do it, bro. Just jump. <laughs> right. Yeah. 100%. So tell me what, tell me what was going through your head. Like what the hesitation was, where was your mindset at that point in time? Um, so like I've done doors for a long time. I mean, doors is really all I've ever done. I started doing doors when I was 18 and, uh, just working for myself is something that I always wanted to do. And it was something that I always pondered. And then, you know, deplorables was created. And then like, you see, all these guys, you know, and everybody's just so cool and willing and able to help. And, uh, so anyways, you know, you see people doing it and it gives you that drive and it gives you that sense of, I can do it too. Uh, but once it really came down to it, you know, there's a ton to worry about. Do you fail? Do you make it? You got family. I got three kids, a house, you know, cars. If I don't pay my bills, it's not like my stuff goes away. You know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, I think that was the biggest thing for me, man, was just making it. And like, and not even like big time, you know, I'm far from big time. Like it's, but like, to me, I already made it. Like I work for myself, you know, I don't answer to anybody. I make all my shots and call the shots and do all that. But, uh, yeah, I think that was the biggest thing to do. It was just to survive, be able to pay my bills. How long ago was that? Uh, when I jumped Mm -hmm. April, April, April 9th of this year. Yep. So it's eight eight months, months, seven, eight months. Yeah. So walk me through that, that first couple weeks. I mean, you're probably ready to launch out and you're like scared to death about not having work and whatever. Like, how did you get work? What was that that first couple of weeks like? So the first couple of weeks was all right. um, Because I had, I sold a job with like 13 doors that I had lined up. So 
I was like, cool. Like I'm going into this, like I've got this job, like I'm good, you know? And, um, that was one of your first, that was, yeah, that was my first yeah. thing that I had going. That's a big first job. Yeah. So, and I can remember when I sold that job, I was like, if I sell this job, I'm doing it. Like, this is it because I'm never going to get a solid cushion like this again, you know, to go for it. So, uh, I had that job going and I can remember right off rip man. I had so much support. Like my wife, she threw a big party for me. Um, and like all of my friends were there and family, like we rented out the back place of a frickers, you know, there's a lot of people there. So I had so many people in my corner and then, uh, like that weekend, you know, after I finally took the plunge and, you know, went my separate way, we posted all over social media and, uh, I can remember there in the beginning, you know, trying to do that job. And like, I was getting phone calls and like I was pulling off that job to go to service calls and, you know, do estimates and stuff. And I can remember like telling myself like, this is going to be a lot. And that's one thing I think that really hit me different was when you're like doing side work and stuff, it's one thing, but once you're like, trying to do it and you're in it and you're doing everything it's a lot um but you know back to that job in the first couple weeks or month or whatever like dude this thing has just went way better than I could have ever imagined I remember the first time that me and you talked and uh back to the whole like you know, you were like, just jump. I can remember telling you word for word. You're like, what are you waiting for? I was like, I'm scared, bro. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah that fear, bro, that, that you can use that to drive you or paralyze you. Yeah. Right? 100%. It's a drive you instead of paralyze you. Yeah. Matt props to you, dude. Thanks, man. I know how scary it is. I mean, listen, it's no joke. Like, I tell people my story sometimes and they look at me like I'm an idiot, but they're like, uh, I, you know, I went from running a software, like a sales department, a software company making almost 200 grand a year to quitting, cashing out my retirement, refinancing my house, paying off all our debt and launching a company where I had to start making $250 a week. Yeah. And I had, I had a, a one child. I think we just had, second yeah because he's seven about turned eight in january we started august 2015 so he was like one and then a wife so here i am supporting three people because my wife she's a stay-at-home mom at that time and we had agreed that we were going to try and make that you know keep that going um so when you're looking at supporting these people you got a house you got cars you got all this stuff I mean, and you're sitting there thinking, geez, like if I fail, it's going to be really embarrassing because everybody's going to see them come get my truck out of the driveway, right? They're yeah. going to see my house going and my, you know, new people moving in and, you know, it's going to be a public display of failure. And those are the things that ring in your head when you're like, you know, if I lose it all, it's not the end of the world, but it's going to be really embarrassing. Um, yeah. And so that's tough. And then you got to start all over it. Like, you know, 30 something years old. How old are you now? 30. Yeah. Aww. 
So I started, oh my God. <laughs> I started this company. I was, I'm 42 now. And so I think I was like 35. It's about right. 36, somewhere around there. Um, two kids and a wife. Like I, I'm toward the tail end of my career, right? So um, there's a lot of hump in it involved. Um, yeah. When it comes to starting something like this. So, so you're on this big job. Obviously, you know the door side, so that's not intimidating for you to like get a job like that and install it, whatever. Uh, did you have trouble getting the doors? Um, not in the beginning. Like I was still, I was still pretty solid in the beginning. Like I could, I could special order a door in the beginning and get it in like, you know, four weeks. But you didn't have trouble like getting an account opened with anybody or anything. <laughs> no, no, because uh, I actually like had all that kind of set up so uh you know like i said i've been wanting to do it for a long time so like i had a buddy who had an account at pro and like you know i was doing side jobs and stuff and he just helped me out and like we were cool wasn't really no big deal well he ended up like moving away and we like moved to colorado and then they called me one day and was like, Hey, you know, just let me know, like dude's closing his countdown. So, you know, you need to figure out what you're going to do. So it was actually like, uh, early on in last year when I had to go and get like myself established and stuff so I could set up an account. And cause of, like I had enough side work going, you know, from here and there. So, so I had to do that and I did that like last year back in like November. I decided on a name that I wanted to use and then shortly after that name came, I started making business cards and then uh, just getting like a like little stuff. Like I was just trying to like prep for a lot like, you know, down the road. Like I didn't even have it you in my part head of that yet. was to convince you like, were you convinced at that point or were you doing things like still unsure? So like, I really, I wanted to do it, but that's not what did it. Like I, like, yeah, it helped me move a little bit, but it was just stuff that I was doing just to, just to have, you know, I, I can remember like I ordered some paper invoices, like after I had my logo made, you know, and had my logo on them and stuff. But, um, what really happened, man, is I took a trip to Nashville with some friends and um, this one buddy of mine, he did the same thing I did. He's an electrician and he did it like, I don't know, like three years ago. He worked for a company for like 10 years, always did side work, like ended up taking a whole week off of work to get caught up on a side work and was like, I'm not going back. So I went to Nashville with this dude and I mean, you know, that old saying, like you hang out with business owners, you'll be one, or you hang out with millionaires, you'll be one. And like me and dude just got to talking he pushed me and motivated me just like you and all these other people. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I'm going to go to work and put in my notice. And uh, yeah, so it wasn't last year when I was like, just like getting a, like my name done and stuff. But honestly, it was that trip to Nashville, dude. <laughs> nice. Just good people and uh, 
hanging out. And then, like I said, that cushion of a big side job really helped. But I just, uh, I guess I had it in my mind, you know, at, with that side job and stuff, there's no better time than now. Good for you, dude. So let's fast forward a little bit. So you're nervous, you're kind of unsure, but you know what you want to do. Uh, your wife supports you through as a big party. Dude, that, I feel like that should happen for everyone who goes out and starts their own business. I, I, I kind of want to start like an event company. Coming oh, out part <laughs> sparked it. What, Tamara? <laughs> what? Every day, it's it's a new business. I kind of want to start this. I'm thinking about Dude, going into this. There's nothing that makes my heart more happy than celebrating someone going out and chasing their dreams. Dude, totally. I agree. Yeah. You know, that's my favorite part of of this whole thing. I mean, maybe we shouldn't start an event company, but. I do want to start an event company. However, maybe I'm just using that as an excuse to start an event company. Uh, but I do think we should we should do that. Like if somebody's going to start a business, like if it's not the wife, it should be like the best friend or yeah. family member. Like we should really kick it off right. Celebrate. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. Yeah, and then like for me, you know, Obviously, like my last day at a job that I've worked for almost 10 years every day, you know what I mean? Like you build relationships, you know, people like they were seeing my kids born, bought a house. Like I was a kid when I started there. I was 20 years old. And uh, so like here I am, like I'll just go like feel it in my gut. Like I got no job, you know what I mean? Yeah, I got 10 doors to do, but what if nobody calls me? Um, and then as far as I knew, we were just going to meet up with my buddies, you know, my electrician buddy uh, for dinner that night. And like Shelby took off around into the back room. I walked in and like everybody was there. Oh, so just that's to, like, awesome. You know, just to take that edge off or whatever it was you know it was it was awesome i would highly suggest anybody do that if they had yeah. the opportunity i'm gonna start doing that just my friends that i think are ready to take the plunge when they make that decision i'm gonna throw them a party i think do that's it. good yeah because it also like probably could have helped you get more business oh um, yeah my, my buddies almost got it kicked out of frickers because they're walking around soliciting <laughs> that's awesome y'all need garage you almost done with that and those are some good friends that yeah. everybody needs friends like that for sure yeah. so that's awesome. like, so we've got uh how did how like you don't have to name and we haven't talked about your previous employer but uh were they cool with you going out on your own um you know I, I think he handled it probably how anybody would um, because I didn't, you know, I didn't lie to him. I wasn't like, Hey, like I'm just quitting going a different route. Like I told him what I was doing. Yeah. Um, maybe a little sour, um, but you know, let Dude, me work. Losing freaking yeah. Ryan McLaughlin. <laughs> McLaughlin. Yeah, I get it right. McLaughlin. Yeah. I mean, dude, you're, you've been in the game for, you know, 10 years. You were with him, you know, he's probably thinking, dude, I'm going to keep this kid forever if I can. Right. Yeah. You're an all-star. Yeah. 
And so yeah. I would probably like as much as I love entrepreneurs and people going on their own and I would support any of my employees wanting to do that. I would probably inside be a little sad too, if I lost them because I'm yeah. sitting here like, dang man, like, you know, I either did it so well that I encouraged them to go out and start their own business or I didn't do it well enough to keep him from wanting to do it. That yeah. would be what would be going through my head. Yeah. And there was some other stuff that went down. Um, like, so that company is like the biggest dealer of a certain brand in the area. They block you. Yeah. So like I reached out to them. No, it's not. So like I had reached out to them and like I needed a specific door. It was specific to them. And uh, so I reached out and tried to get set up because like I was already set up through the state and everything. I had what I needed. And uh, they were like, well, you know, they're like, does so-and-so know what you're doing? And I was like, uh. So like that happened and he like he knew the owner knew and I knew he knew because, you know, he was kind of being a little different towards me or whatever, you know, no big deal. So then when I did tell him that I was leaving, he was like, Oh, I heard you talk to my buddy. And I was like, yeah, you know, I know like, which I had already told him what I was doing at that point. You know what I mean? But I'd say he handled it as good as anybody. He was there on my last day. You know, he met me before I left, come up, shook my hand, wished me all the luck in the world, which I can appreciate. Yeah. So, and yeah. And like my brother, my brother works there still. Me and my brother were a crew. So we work together all day, every day. Uh, But yeah, he's still there. and Life is good for him. He's doing well. Yeah, so. Good. Consistency in everything, including price, reliability, quality, not just quality, but great quality control. These are things that describe Somer USA. Somer's not some startup company, not one that you need to be worried about. They're in over 100 countries and they have locations in 20 countries. This is a large organization who stands behind their product and works through integrity. And there's not another company out there willing to drop what they're doing and help you out like Somer. These guys are awesome. Not only have they been loyal to the Torsion Talk podcast, they've been loyal to the technicians and the owners of the companies who install their product. In my opinion, if you're not at least offering Somer as an additional option, you're cheating yourself. Listen, first-time dealers, I've got a special for you. If you buy 10 or more Somers between now and the end of the season six, while supplies last, we will offer you free shipping. You have no more excuses. The prices are great. The product is amazing. Go check out Somer USA and order 10 for free shipping. I'm going to tell you guys a marketing secret. You want to gain more social media likes, shares, and follows? People love unique and cool projects. There are no better photos to share than the ones on Schweiss Doors social accounts. These guys post some incredible things. Make sure to go there and like and share their Facebook and Instagram post with your business account. So if you like their business account, you can share their uh, their post 
The bifold doors are awesome and they're doing some great projects that will go viral on social media if you share them. Go right now to Schweiss Door on Facebook and check out some of the projects they share and like their page. Oh, and don't forget, no one builds a better bifold than Schweiss. So, so fast forward, uh, we're eight months later. You're probably tired. <laughs> You're probably working long hours. Yeah. But you got freedom. Yep. It may not feel like it, but you got freedom and you're building something of value instead of like putting in your notice and walking away from something. If one day you decide, Hey, I want out. It's like, now you have something tangible that you can sell. Right. right? You can offer it to somebody. You got something to offer when you quit instead of just walking away and, and going to another job. So I, uh, I respect, I respect what you've done, dude. Cause it's, uh, it is not easy. I feel like you, you've done a lot of things, right. Um, talk us through some of the things that maybe you think you did really well. And some of the things that maybe you didn't do so well that you would not recommend, uh, new guys doing that want to go out on their own. Um, well, for starters, don't go to the biggest supplier and try and get your own account. um you know i don't know man like i honestly i still just like wing it like daily you know prime example um all this stuff with this podcast was you know brought up and to life and whatnot and then like I was kind of dragging my feet on it. Like, man, I don't know. I've not done a podcast before. And then you made that post. You know which post I'm talking about? Yeah, where I was like, yeah, I'll be watching it or whatever. Like, no, giving you a no, shout out. No, not that. You posted something about like guys don't be scared to do like the podcast oh. and whatnot. Like we need you. And I was like, you know what? I feel like he's just talking right to me. So. I'll just go ahead and schedule it as soon as I can. And I'll just, we'll just do it. I love it. Yeah. So it was like, when I did it, dude, quit my job. Like I had no idea what I was getting into. My my dude, the electrician guy, like come over, showed me how to run QuickBooks, you know? And then like, he's like, yeah, here, we'll order you, we'll order you this credit card reader. You start taking credit cards right here, you know, no big deal. And like, he's I just, a good friend, bro. yeah, he's awesome, man. Um, but yeah, I, like I have plans and I have goals and I have like a, a vision of where I want to be, you know, and I just daily try to do something to get me closer to it, I guess, you know, but, uh, like, all of my marketing and um, these ads that I run and on Facebook and stuff, you know, it's, it's all genuinely just me trying to come up with what I can come up with, what I think looks best, you know, and put it out there. Uh, yeah. I love it. Bro. That's, I don't know. So sounds like you're doing a lot, right? I mean, are your Facebook ads performing? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, uh, 
the Facebook ads do pretty well. I mean, that's really all I do for advertising. I run like a Google ad here and there, but I've had it paused for like the last month or so. I paused that right before the wedding because we were going to Cabo and stuff. I knew I was going to be out of town. But um, yeah, man. I'm so pumped I, for you, dude. Like I'm just sitting here like, dang. Last time I talked to this guy, he was like scared to death. Yeah. Like, and now like your demeanor and everything's just so different. And I feel like yeah. you, you just seem so much happier. Oh yeah. And I mean, it's like you said, it's the freedom. It's the freedom for me. I like, and I don't know. I've told Shelby before and stuff too. Like, honestly, I could fail and fall flat on my face like today and what I did still wouldn't be a loss. It's still a huge accomplishment. You know, I don't think I could ever go back and work for somebody again. I don't think I'll ever have to, Yeah. you, you know what I mean? But just to come this far and do it, you know, stuff changes you. Tell Stephanie that if I ever fail, worst case scenario, there's always bank robbery. Of I think course. I would very well with that. Yeah. You think you think you'd be a good bank robber, Ryan? I think I'm a phenomenal bank robber. Really? I have yes. I, I don't want to give up too much just in case I do go that route. But I do I, I'm an excellent planner and I've got strategies that I don't think has ever been done before. I'll watch the news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm not resorting to that. I think I'm fine, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, if I ever had to, like, uh, I think I could get away with it. Uh, maybe I just said too much on the radio. I'm not sure. <laughs> but uh, so, Ryan, we 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 talk about you know you kind of escaped a little bit. Uh, I, I really want to dig in here. I'm not gonna let you out of this question. What's something that you've done that you were like, dang, I wish I would have done that different. Something you've learned from a mistake or whatever. Is there anything that you've done so far? And it has to be your startup eight months old. You had to have done something wrong. What's something that you did that maybe you can share with others that, um, that maybe you learned from? Um. Are you perfect, bro? I'm not perfect by any means. But I don't know. Like it's I, just good. It is. Like, I don't know, man. I just, for me, everything with every person that I deal with is so personable. Because it's just me. Like, I, and like... I've had people question me and like I've, I did a job for a guy, did like three doors for him, 16 by eight, nine by eight, 16 by seven. And like, he was real skeptical about using me and stuff. And then I'll never forget it. As soon as I got done, he was like, Oh, he's like, I'll be honest. Like I was weary about you. I'm like, dude, like the company name is my name. It's all I got. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a reputation based off of the name. Um, but one thing that I do wish I would have done, and you're going to be like, I told you so. Was <laughs> I'm I, not going to do that. I wish I would have started doing SEO right off rip. 
I told you. I told you you were going to say that. Yeah, no, I wouldn't have said that any other thing, but I do believe SEO is like, that was the first thing I did was start building the website and start working on SEO. That was the very first, like before I even learned how to like do anything, all that, I started working on the site and doing SEO because I knew it takes time a little bit. And then, but uh, once you do it, I mean, you're in good. Yeah. I, I, I think I, I think I really could benefit from doing that. And I think I would be better off right now had I done that. But you're still and good. I am. I want to be busier than I am though. Yeah. You know, and I just think, and like now I'm at like that weird stage where like we just got married, we did the honeymoon, like we just spent so much freaking money. And now Christmas is here and the holidays. I feel like it's like having a baby or something. The timing's never right. Yeah. You just yeah. gotta do it. Gotta do it. Yeah. You know, so that's still on my still like top of my list, you know, things like We're waiting, you know, bro. I know, We're waiting. I know, I know. I got Jennifer here now, so she's (laughs) available at any given moment. Hey, Jennifer, uh, put Ryan McLaughlin in your uh, call list. Just blow him up until he agrees to sign up. That'll that'll work. She might be (laughs) the most persistent person you've ever met in your entire life. So do not get mad at me if she calls you every day until you sign up. Uh, I got you. Anyway, uh, all right. So let's talk about, um, dude, you're, you're busy. You got a lot going on. Uh, you just spent a lot of money. You, you, uh, you gotta, you gotta be smart with what you got. When are you thinking about hiring somebody? Um, when I get enough work, When's enough? I guess, well, I guess like that's my, I guess I just have that like in my mindset is when I get so much that I can't do it all myself is when I'll have to find somebody or bring somebody. Yeah. But then there again, I'm torn because it's like, do I wait for like, do I bring on somebody who doesn't know anything and train them? the way I want things done and like let them build with me. You know what I mean? And then when I do get busy enough, then they would obviously be ready and have the experience and I could send them out. But then I also have this mindset of I'll just go and go and go until I can't keep up and then I'll pay a guy top dollar you know, to come be my right-hand man. Um, so lots of different. That's a hard approach. Yeah. Top dollar early stage startup. That That's really difficult. Um, so, and it doesn't have to be like, I know this sounds horrible, but your first decision doesn't have to be your forever decision. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So what I will say is if I had to do it over again, I probably would have um, hired an inexpensive person if I was a technician prior. See, the we- my weaknesses and your weaknesses are very different, right? So it all depends on you. Your strength in the field is phenomenal. 
And I think you can learn marketing and sales and, you know, all the business side. You're smart enough to do that. I was smart enough to know the business side and the marketing and sales side, but I had to learn the tech side. Uh, but I wasn't probably the right person to train up a bunch of, you know, hoodlums that I hired. Right. So um, what, what I would do if I had your experience would be knowing what I know now, I would hire a virtual assistant. I've never been more convinced. Look at Tamara. She's so happy. Uh, I've never been more convinced that that was the right move for me. I should have done it. I should have done it six months in because let me just walk you through this. Right. And I had this conversation with a guy yesterday or the day before, whenever it was uh, just the last few days. If you're in a truck and you're a one man crew. It, oh yeah. It was Sunday. Actually, I think yesterday or Sunday, uh, John doors by John here. He's a one man guy and he's really good. Um, and I was just telling him, I was like, hey, man, have you hired anybody yet? He's like, no, you know, I kind of like it the way it is. Uh, just doing my own work, whatever. He was like, but, you know, I always come home every night and I got two, three hours worth of like invoices and paperwork and all this stuff to do. And I'm like, bro, why are you doing that? He's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, you're probably not very good at it. He's like, no, I'm not. I was like, so it probably takes you twice as long as somebody who's normally good at it. He's like, yeah, it does. And I said, well, why wouldn't you just hire somebody to where when you get in the truck, you're like, hey, uh, you call your virtual assistant. You say, hey, um, you know, I'm at this job. Pull If you'll pull it up in the system, uh, I need you to uh, send an invoice or build a quote or order some doors or get a quote for some doors. Here's what I need you to type up. Here's who I need you to send it to. And you're driving to your next appointment, right? Yeah. So you're dub you're, you're, how do you make the time during the day the most efficient? Well, you find things that you can do to accomplish goals in between appointments, because while you're in an appointment, you definitely can't really do that much. Right. So the best thing you can do is uh, figure out a way to, to maximize your time in between appointments. That's either, you know, a driverless car where you can work, right. Or it's hire a virtual assistant. And you literally pick up the phone, call them and say, hey, uh, I just left this job, pull it up in the system. Um, I need you to email, you know, this person and tell them, you know, I need you to write exactly this word for word, have them write it out, tell them to CC you, send it out. Uh, once they get that back, they can say, hey, I just got this back. Uh, do you want me to build a quote? Yes. Cool. Let me walk you through it on this line item, put this, 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 put this much, whatever. Eventually she'll learn or he'll learn the process and just do it for you. Right. And, you know, you'll be CC'd on everything or she can check before she sends it out. Um, and then you can, you know, a lot of these virtual assistants are smart enough to be able to log into QuickBooks and do invoices and whatever, like even, you know, balance your books at the end of the month. Right. I mean, Dude, you're talking all that being done. You know, you have a weekly meeting with the person. And and what are you thinking? Probably three, four hours a day with that person. You know, what's that cost you? Hardly nothing. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it frees you up to be able to accomplish significantly more 
So it makes you more valuable. When you get home, you're not sacrificing that time with your kids wow. and your wife. You're focused more on, you know, doing the things that you're supposed to be doing, like wrapping that tree and putting all that stuff up you got there. So, uh, and then, and then I would definitely hundred percent go ahead and start recruiting, find some sharp, like find a sharp person that, you know, if you come across somebody, uh, right. say, look, dude, I'm a startup, sell the dream, sell right. the dream. I'm a startup. I'm, I cannot pay you a lot right now, but what I can do is teach you a trade that you can know forever. And it's fun. And then like show them the videos that you do, bro. Cause like that stuff's fun. People buy into that, right? They like that stuff. And then you can, you know, include them in some of the videos and uh, do some fun stuff and take pictures and get them on door. Uh, what is it? Door guy mafia. Yeah. Uh, you know, like do stuff like that. And, and that person would be willing to possibly come on board cheaper. Um, to compensate for the exposure and the training and everything. Right. Right. And then as you get bigger, you just give them a little raise, you know, every month or every quarter or whatever and, uh, and break them off a little. Yeah. It's, uh, it's tough. It would be nice. You know, I find myself struggling a lot. Like I'll, like I hate missing phone calls. That's one thing for me because you know you're one guy like you do it all and like nine times out of ten people won't leave you a voicemail mm -hmm. you know so if you miss the call like you're done you know so, so you could have answering services that only charge you when they answer the phone or you could have your virtual assistant you could have it ring you and then roll over to your virtual assistant right all kinds of ways dude all kinds of ways and then if it does happen to hit a voicemail, like say something that says, you know, hey, thank you for calling McLaughlin Door. We do check our voicemail and call people back. But in the event that you're uh, you need someone right now, don't hesitate to text us. Right. Text the number that you called and we'll respond quickly. So that that's another approach too. I mean, it's, there's ways around it, right? Because I'm really weird about missed phone calls as well. I've been like that my whole life. If you worked in a car dealership, they actually train you. Um, the, you have to answer the phone within a certain amount of time. They want to answer it on the first ring. So when the phone call comes in, it's like, hello, thank you for calling ABC car sales, you know? And so that's really tough. Uh, so that carries over. And then if you get a lead in, uh, it used to be they wanted you to respond in less than 15 minutes. But I used to try to hold our guys accountable to five. So once the lead hits the inbox, we got five minutes and the counter starts. And right. um, because the first person to call has the advantage. Um, we used to call people so quickly. Sometimes they'd be like, wow, that was fast. I literally still have my finger on the button. And we'd be like, yep, we're quick. What can we help you with? You know? <laughs> and so uh, right. I love that because you can have fun with it and it gets them excited because that's, that's the peak moment. When they, when they press submit, that's the most convinced they're going to be at that given moment when they submit that lead to your business or pick up the phone and call. That's the most convinced they'll be until you convince them otherwise. Whether right. you don't answer or you do answer and impress them, 
whatever, but until you get a chance to talk to them or not talk to them, that's the most convinced. So you want to try to get them at that very peak moment where they're most excited. And that's the key, man. And you got it right. You just can't, you got to do everything you can not to let those get past you. Um, and it's very difficult, especially if you're on a 30 foot scissor lift trying to change a spring or something. So, um, bro, I'm so proud of you, dude. So freaking proud. And the smile on your face is like, tells it all, dude. I mean, I, right. I, freaking, I love just this whole time. I don't think you've stopped smiling the entire time since <laughs> you've been on here. So it makes me feel good that, that you jumped out. And look, dude, it was a pleasure to build your website. Um, I'm glad you chose us to do that. And um, we'll, we'll get you on for some SEO and we'll dominate your market you'll be hiring people left and right before too long. Yeah, that's what I need. Are you ever going to just be an office guy? Um, I mean, that's kind of the point of it, right? Work yourself you know? out. Yeah. And like, um, you know, kind of on topic of what we've been talking about, like I've already find myself like in situations where I'm like, I need to work on this business rather than in it. Yeah. It's just like the SEO stuff, you know, and like the, like the marketing and, um, but yeah, I find myself there already. So, you know, yeah. I mean, that's get out of the field, let other people work for you. Right. Yep. It takes time. But yeah. you should always have that be your motivating factor. And I would say, even to challenge you today, I would I would ask yourself every morning when you wake up, what's one thing I can do today to try to work myself out of the field? Right. Even if it's tiny, right? Super small. Just move forward every day. Because if you're not doing that, you're not, you're definitely never going to work in like on your business. Right. You'll always work in it. If you're not, if you don't start now and think every day, just pick something that is going to allow you to work on it. Maybe it's listening to an audio book about growth and strategy, right? That's helping. Yeah. There's lots of different ways. It may not just look like, you know, hiring people or whatever. You got to think outside the box. There's a lot of ways. Educating yourself on management skills and hiring people and all that stuff. Those are the yeah. things that I think are super important. So even if you're just listening to audiobooks or you hire a consultant to teach you how to hire somebody or whatever it takes, I think that's the key. Um, always be moving toward your direction that you want to be in. It's really hard because you might be super busy doing other stuff, but you yeah. got to set that time aside Yeah, and take care of 100%. your body and your brain. Eat good. Yes. Yeah. Right, Tamara? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I've amazing. already, I've already had that talk about you're always working or you're always on the computer. So I, I do, you know, Greg, I can't pronounce Greg's last Giaquinto. name. Giaquinto. Yeah. It's crazy but, how uh, to pronounce his name and not yours. I'm <laughs> but uh, he made a, a post in uh, his entrepreneur page or whatever it was a while back and. It's like talking about, you know, really turning work off when you need to turn work off and stuff like that. So I got to try and 
remind myself of that, you know, from time to time. Well, you're passionate. You're hungry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, the the message is is not like maybe work less because uh, you're in early stage, so you got to hump it, right? Yeah. Um, but at the same time is acknowledging that you are trading success for time with your children. You are trading success with time with your wife. And that yeah. that goes so far, like there will be a time where that runs out, where your kids act out because they don't get daddy. Your wife acts out because they don't, she doesn't get you. So even if you're, um, if, if you're unavailable, I think you got to find time to do special, like make memories at least. Yeah. Like, you know, book a date with your daughter. You know what I'm saying? Take her to the movies one night. You can do that because you can come home, work for a couple hours and then still make a movie by, you know, seven, eight, nine o'clock, whatever. Um, take your wife on a date, you know, make make individual time for them. But then, you know, like you just went, I think, on vacation. That's really hard the first couple of years uh, to go on vacation as a startup. But it's not like you get paid time off. Right. I mean, right. I the whole business shuts down. So yeah. it was always funny because every time I went on vacation early years, I always had something big come in. Like I would get a phone call and they're like, Hey, uh, Ryan, I need this. And it was always this huge job. So my wife made a joke that we should go on vacation more. And I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> so, um, but you know, just finding those moments and making memories still during this time. But I know it's hard because you got all the noise of, you know, success and drive and, you know, growing and, you know, hiring. And did I send that invoice? Did I tighten that screw? Like you got all these things going through your head. Right. And so yeah. it's hard to slow down and be like, dang, they're important. I need to do something special with them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So don't forget that because uh, without them, you probably wouldn't have the drive you have right now. And uh, yeah. those grow up quick, bro. Yeah. Too so, fast. Well, man, I'm super proud of you. Thank you for coming on the podcast, dude. A pleasure. And uh, anything you want to share before we jump off? Uh, no, get out and get it. If that's what you want to do, you know, that's all I could say. Get your hustle on. Get out, get yeah. it. I like it. Yeah. All right, Ryan, you're blessed, bro. Go kill it, man. Keep me posted on how you're doing. And uh, unfortunately, your phone will be blowing up. Because Jennifer is going to be calling you now. That pushed my help. There you go. All right, man. Have a great day. You guys do the same. Thanks.